And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach here as always, as well with my fuck words. <laughs> Not me cussing in the first five seconds. As well with Alex, my good friend. As hello. Always. God. I'm How are mess. you, Zach? My fridge isn't running. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's taking a break. It's taking <laughs> a break. So if you tweet me, and you're like, is my is your refrigerator running? I'm going to say no, it's not. Um, I also saw kids this morning in a classroom, which was fun because mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing for an, a career. But don't tell anybody because I'd be cussing on here. Don't tell anybody. Do not. I. I th- listen. Your students are going to be like, look, I found Mr. Moses saying. Shut oh. up. That's not my name. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Senor Moses because they speak Spanish. <laughs> Anyways, I don't exist. Like, I just don't. That's why I never put my like last name on like my on Twitter. I just don't because I don't want them to find me. In fact, when I apply for a job, I'm probably going to change my profile pics so they don't know it's mm-hmm. me. When I apply for a new job, I'm going on private. I'm, yeah. go- I'm, I'm going incognito for a bit. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm okay. How are you, Alex? How was your oh, weekend I, and week? And I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty good. And, um, yeah. I finished one of my classes for college, yeah. so I feel a lot of weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, NASCAR was decent. Uh, yeah. We're another day closer to IndyCar, so that's always good. Yeah. Another and day Formula closer to F1. And Emsa again. Oh my god, that's this weekend. Ryan Blaney ran really good. So I'm in I'm in a pretty good mood. Yeah. So like I'm Kyle satisfied. Larson is one of the best drivers this year. I'm still uncomfortably content with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortably satisfied with my driver's performance. Um I've been on Twitter less too, which I love. Yeah, I'm last week busy. I'm like Last week I said, "Oh yeah, I get all my topic ideas when from Zach's Twitter," and then you didn't tweet at all this weekend. So I am I'm like, really, Crap. <laughs> I know, because I barely during the Xfinity race, I was like, mm-hmm. um, I was like trying to design my personal twenty twenty one cars, which coming soon at Dreamy mm-hmm. Zach twenty eight, um, because I need new ones for twenty twenty one because I'm changing the Ford and I'm changing my numbers to salute my uh my father where how i'm trying i'm trying to get to my profile because i really have i really not tweeted that much this week not really i i remember not tweeting much during the race i went yeah. i had to go through my twitter to find topic ideas i'm like damn i'm annoying no Dang. i'm just kidding but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah God, we like, i was mainly race. <laughs> i was mainly just talking about ryan blaney so mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, the race. Phoenix. Yeah. Um, it was okay. We didn't talk about Phoenix a little bit. We didn't talk about Phoenix that much after the championship race. But um, how True. do you feel about, like, because there's a lot of stuff to talk about with Phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. it used to be a lot different. Like, mm-hmm. it used to be a different racetrack, basically. Like, old Phoenix had grass. The shape was different. It seemed a bit flatter. It was just mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. I liked it. I, I, I fucked with it. Um, mm-hmm. now we have the start and finish line in the middle of a turn because yeah. that makes sense. We have the whole racetrack, the entire like property we can race on. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? That's my question to you. Um, well, I think I like how it's unique. Yeah. There's no other track that has a 
the finish line in the middle of the I corner. I agree with that. Like, I like how unique the track is. Yeah. Um, and the start finish line was like on what would normally be like a backstretch before. So it was already pretty unique. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't mind it. I think the dog legs kind of stupid. Like, yeah. They put the, they, they moved the start finish line to the dog leg, but now the, it's like right after, it's like right before. The yeah dog legs so i feel like what's the, what was the point of that if it wasn't but, the dog leg i feel like it'd be more normal but it's just like i thought it was cooler when the restart started on the front stretch and then like yeah. i don't know it just wasn't as it was stupid. different yeah um i like phoenix i think it's it differentiates itself from richmond having the first minute start finish in the yeah. middle of the corner and then you know the dog legs there i think i i think i I think I still like Richmond more. I think I like Iowa more too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I d- I don't think Phoenix is worthy of the championship race still, but that's not what we're talking about today. But I, I this, this race was very mediocre. Like I I enjoyed it. I really did like it. This is kind of the a tame NASCAR race, which you're gonna get sometimes, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's perfectly fine. Um. Good racing, to be honest. Good, good racing, yeah. Good passes, I like, like that. I, I'm not complaining about it at all. It mm-hmm. just this is just kind of how Phoenix is. Like, eh, it happens. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about the PJ one, the awesome sauce, the good juice. What are the Joey Logano and Daniel Suarez? They were calling it all oh, types I, of names Saturday. I love them. I love oh that move so much. Oh my god, um, Daniel Suarez. Race. I... <laughs> The Xfinity race was boring, but Daniel Suarez and Joey Logano carried it. In the I, I was just telling Alex about how these kids in my class were like speaking Spanish <laughs> and they called me Hola Señor. And I was like, no habla Espanol. So, <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Um, No, so I feel like I like Phoenix's start and finish line on the front stretch because I don't know. It just makes sense. I don't mm-hmm. really care for, especially starting finish lines right off the corner. It means there's little potential for like a, a photo finish. I feel like I don't know if that's yeah. true, but it's just kind of stupid. And also maybe it's just because I'm a boomer, and also because pit road <laughs> is still on the backstretch now. I'm just like, right. Put, it made pit road very challenging with all the speeding penalties. Yeah, put, your boy Mr. Larson had a bunch of speeding penalties. Put the damn front, put the damn start and finish line where it belongs. Stop this nonsense. What is this? Like, <laughs> but you also like it in middle of the corner, the start finish. Care for it that much? Don't care for it. Okay. In the like, I think Phoenix is unique without the start and finish line being mm-hmm. off turn two. Honestly, like. I, and if you think back to 2016, that photo finish we had, I mean, right? Was that going to happen? Well, like, otherwise, it, it's kind of like how Talladega differentiated itself from Daytona, yeah. moving theirs way down. Um, and Phoenix has it in the middle. It was on the back stretch. Now it's in the middle of the corner. I don't know. Like, but like they don't like, got to differentiate themselves like that though. It's already what track has a dog leg on the back stretch? Not anymore. Right. But you know, like, right. Like, there's no track like Phoenix. And even the right. apron thing, I kind of, I'm over it. But it just makes restarts there so stupid. Like, what if the Charlotte Roval, what if they didn't use the normal start finish and they just put it in the middle of the infield or something? See, that's so dumb. Like, 
because know. that's it's not just... where the grandstands are either. Like I know they yeah. move the grandstands around, but it still doesn't feel right. And I noticed that Phoenix, they moved the grandstands where they did and the start finish probably because the sun, when it sets, it's behind the grandstands now. It's not in the fans' eyes. So Oh that's why they did that. I guess. Um, okay, I'm fine with it then. Yeah. It still just doesn't feel right. I'm just a boomer. Yeah. Back in my day, we had the Subway <laughs> Fresh Fit 500 at Phoenix, and it was a night race, and there was grass, and Man, also the cars didn't get torn up when they went in. I wish, I wish Phoenix had a night race still. I like that more. I wish the championship race ended that night, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Guess I'll get over that one too. Um, no, I'm. I guess I'm fine with it. It's whatever. I think a lot. Some people prefer old Phoenix though, like just the old layout because the profile of the dog leg was different and the banking and the turns were different. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Um, I remember that road course in the EA games at Phoenix where we like I, went outside the track for a bit. Yeah, that was cool. They, Mike Joy mentioned the road course there. I don't know if it's the same one from the EA games, but he mentioned there was one. Yeah, it's cool. Let's do that one. Um, the Phoenix Roval. I always put it on my schedule. <laughs> Is my Xbox here? I think it is. Anyways, that's Phoenix. How do you feel about the PJ one? Because a lot of um, that was a hot topic Sunday night. Yeah, it kind of ruined the Xfinity race, honestly. Um, the Cup race, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I forget who said it, but there was a tweet that said like it was. It kind of got wore out after the Xfinity race. It wasn't as yeah. bad in the Cup race. But I don't know. I don't think we needed a Phoenix. That that's the thing. Bristol, it makes Bristol. It's helped, I think, but not Phoenix. I think Bristol's really the only track. But even Bristol, like remember the All Star race when it just didn't mm-hmm. get activated, or mm-hmm. was it? Yeah, Bristol. Yeah, it just didn't get activated, and so then like no one could use it, and so it's yeah. like it's just like it's just shit like that. Like why does it have to get activated? Like right. If it has, to, if it's that inconsistent, and I know like changing track conditions can, can be cool, but at a point, this that's less changing track conditions and more wait for the track to be raceable. Right. I don't like that. Can we get rid of it? Like I'm done. I can mm-hmm. we just have the racetrack? Because honestly, having a single groove racetrack is not the worst thing in the world because that just means you have to bump people out of the way. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I'm not an engineer, but I'm just kind of tired of them putting sticky stuff on the track, and then they talk about it so much. So like, remember at Kentucky last year? They oh my god, that was dumb what they did there because they had it. Like I think they did it at Texas too. They just put it in like the second lane. Like I feel like they did it at like Pocono or Michigan at a point too. Oh, it was sucked. My it god, it, it made it worse. Hmm. New Hampshire, I think New Hampshire New was actually Hampshire. kind of interesting. I think they put it, mm-hmm. they put it because the second lane's preferred at New Hampshire because it has banking, but it's the most inside. Mm-hmm. So they put it in the first and third lanes, which cool, but can we just stop? <laughs> can we just not do that? I just fail to see how it's like, it's just kind of, it's a mess. I It's just rattling my brain talking about it on this podcast. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk about the race, though. Yeah. Um, Truex wins. Whoa. Which was, Avery Hage put it best. It's like 
the most Martin Truex is going to win this race race. It had a vibe, yeah. It had the Martin <laughs> yeah. Truex vibe. Um, he ended a 29 race winless streak. Yeah, his only his second win with James Small as his crew chief, which yes. is insane to think about because yeah, he hasn't mm-hmm. His last two wins were like at Martinsville because he won Martinsville last year, which like yep. no one remembers. And then he won like Martinsville at the end of 2019, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a while. Um, cool. Um, he's in fact, yeah. Truex has been really good this year. Like we talked last year, like how we kind of struggled, but this year he's been really good. Like he's probably the best JGR car. I, I would say Hamlin is still the best just because he's been very consistent. Hamlin's been in the top five, like every Has race, he? I guess yes. just what? very quietly. He just, yeah. yeah, you're right. But tr- yeah, but sure tr- Hamlin's the point leader right now in terms of like, something. in terms of like NASCAR, like race winners. Whoa. Truex <laughs> is the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's just gives me that vibe. Cause he was running up front at like whatever track it was. I don't know. He ran up front mm-hmm. at Daytona Road Course, I think, a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. or did he? I don't know. He's good. I think he'll be in the Final Four. I I think I, I think I had him in my Final Four. I don't remember. I, I didn't. Did we predict that? <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't remember who I had. Um, I definitely didn't have him. So, I had but, Kyle Busch. But Oops. this race was kind of dominated by Penske yeah. for most of the race. Yeah, uh, early Blaney, on. Ryan Blaney, finally. Won a stage race. Ooh, go Blaney. We need, we need playoff points, 12 team. Let's mm-hmm. keep it. I, we got that stage win. I was satisfied. I didn't care what happened. Because <laughs> I knew Blaine was going to fall off. It happens every race. Um, playoff point. We need that. Um, but then Joey Logano had the best car, I think. Kyle Larson probably too, but he kept getting speeding penalties. Mm-hmm. Bro, we go to Martinsville after Bristol Dirt. I just realized. And then Richmond. And then Talladega. Anyway, sorry. I'm on NASCAR.com. <laughs> because I realized I have no sense of what the standings look like because of our glorious entertaining championship format. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, Blaney. Playoff points. Right. Um, yes. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that cool. one. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I noticed Penske, they they do this a lot. They dominate stage one, and then their cars fall off. Yeah, especially Which, the 12, because the 2 and 22 are like 1 and 2, and then Blaney was like 10th. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, at least Blaney won a stage. We got a playoff point, which we desperately need. Yeah, so some of the stage racing kind of benefits them a little bit because they can at least score points early in the race. Because at first I right. was like, these stage cautions are messing them up. But then I was like, wait, no, that's cap. Um but yeah, Denny Hamlin is the points leader, as you said. Yes. Wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. By a lot. By 39 points. Yeah, he's been like top five, like nearly every race. Yeah, he's the only, well, one of the only drivers with four top tens. Four top fives. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. See what I mean? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he led at Miami. I think he led at Vegas for a minute. And he led this race, too, I think, for a minute. Yeah. Rose is up in top five all day. Just been so quiet and still doesn't mm-hmm. have a win, but wow. I okay. think everyone kind of caught up to him and Harvick. Harvick fell off a little because I think Hall Stuart Haas fell off. But Stuart, yeah. I think um, Hamlin's at the same level, but everyone else kind of caught up, especially Penske and Hendrick. And speaking of Penske, I remember they were really good at these tracks last year, the more yep. horsepower tracks, and there's more of them this year. 
So mm-hmm. I think because Darlington technically is one now in Nashville. So mm-hmm. that's entertaining. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, bummed that Bristol Dirt is a thing because Blaney was been has been so close yeah. to winning that damn spring race. It's gone. So mm-hmm. um, might have to rely on Martinsville for Blaney now because he's been fairly he's been good. good at Martinsville. I feel like Martinsville is going to be another thing where he'll win stage one and then fall off yep. and finish seventh. Prob- probably. Yeah. <laughs> So it'll be, an, it'll be the first night race of the year, which, ooh. Ooh, yeah, Martinsville's night. Dude, play Blinding Lights by the weekend. Dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That, that stuff was so cool last year when they did that. That was cool. Uh, I oh. hope hmm? I hope Bubba, I want to see him in another Black Lives Matter car because I felt like that was so iconic. Maybe mm-hmm. at the All-Star race? I could see that. I could, I hope they do it again. Um even if there's no like protests going on, like huge just, ones, yeah, just like do just it. do it anyway. Maybe um, I don't, maybe not at Talladega, but like I yeah. just felt I don't I felt like that moment we had on pit road was cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should remember that moment. Yeah, that's just me. I agree. Well, well, speak of twenty three eleven and Bubba Wallace. This is probably their best race yeah. so far. Until Mike Wheeler did his job. <laughs> God, Twitter was not having it with Mike Wheeler. They were about, they were ready to fire him. Yeah, I was one of those people. That was a really dumb call. I, I saw his explanation. They only had seven laps on their tires. So they thought, oh, we could probably hang out here for a bit. But I'm like, there's 50 to go. You're not going to hold, Bubba's not going to hold the lead for 50 laps old tires yeah little little older tires i guess he was just trying to get a little net gain which i get but like it just didn't it ended up being a net loss yeah like they could have saved those seven lap tires for like if they get another caution so yeah i don't know it's it is what it is Um, well they were running about 10th or so before that call top 10 Mm -hmm. they probably would have got a top 10 they finished 16th which is probably their one of their best runs so far. Yeah, this is one of their best runs, and I'm I'm assuming that they're just going to be a lot better, especially on these like lower ho- horsepower tracks. Because I think Bubba, yeah. like he's good at Martinsville, he's been good at Bristol before. He's just kind of good at these like breaking tracks. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm imagining it's gonna what it's gonna be like. But and you know. So, something I noticed was uh, this was the 750 horsepower aero package. And Mike Joyce said it like, I think it was like seven of the top 10 or whatever were like all the guys who you expect to be up there and win every week. Yeah. And it's like at the mile and a half tracks where I had the 550, those guys weren't all up there. It was a lot of know? parody. Yeah. And now we're at the, uh, seven, the 750 package again and it's like all these guys are back at the front i wonder why that is are these teams focusing more on this package because gen 7 is gonna be more like it or like or it's just because the championship's at phoenix so they're all ready for it i think the championship being at phoenix i think there's definitely more focus on the 750 package just because there's more races in it this Mm -hmm. year i think there's only nine more on the 550 yeah like the majority of the races are on the short track package now plus like a lot of the important playoff races like every like look the first round is all low down force the second Mm -hmm. round ends at the well that's a road course but whatever and then the third round it ends at martinsville 
and then mm-hmm. it's Phoenix for the championship race. So it's just it just mm-hmm. makes sense. And then also I think the reason you see the usual suspects run up front is because like it's so dependent. It's so dependent on your equipment with the 550 mm-hmm. package because driver input is not as valuable like when you're driving the car when you don't have as much horsepower. Mm-hmm. It's really about the engineering and like I think how, how your car performs um, mm-hmm. in dirty air and traffic and stuff. So, so right. like honestly, NASCAR fans say they hate F1, but I think the 550 races, they feel a lot like F1 in terms of like, I feel like and I feel like Kyle Larson won Las Vegas because he had a good car. I don't feel yeah, like, I, I agree. can't imagine myself. Because look, he, yeah, Larson was able to turn it down on the bottom and make that car stick. But like, I don't know. I feel like the, his car was able to do that. And that's why it happened. I don't know. Right, I, right. Maybe I'm just biased and I just hate the high downforce package. But it just right. didn't feel right to me. But even with the 750 package, it should be noted that Byron was still running up toward the front. Larson, yeah. obviously. Um, and yet Blaney up there, obviously. So mm-hmm. you still had the drivers that didn't dominate before up there. So like, yeah. everyone's made improvements. But I, I think it's more of a staggering difference between the 550 and 750. I think it'd be interesting to see like how Atlanta goes. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Stuart Haas like suck like really bad again, especially with Harvick being really good at Atlanta. Yeah. Oh my That's god, yeah. Be, that'll be telling. And like, you know, if Michael McDowell, Michael McDowell ran like how he normally does this past weekend. I noticed that. I did notice it, that. Right. And if he runs top ten again in Atlanta, it's gonna be it's something to do with the aero package. Yeah. You know? Atlanta's gonna be a very telling race, yeah, for those reasons you just mentioned. Um I also I have not I realized I have not watched an Atlanta race since like like twenty I think twenty eighteen. Because really? 2019, I was like, I was at my freshman dorm. I was like playing Smash with my friends or something. And then last year, it was like, was that the day? That was the day after my uh, my my dad's funeral. So I was like, mm-hmm. my right. I went, I was hanging out with family. Anyways, yeah. So I'm excited. I remember the corn car from last year. One, <laughs> that's great. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, I love Atlanta. Aren't they repaving? repaving her i i don't think so they probably will pretty soon they were going to a few years ago then the driver's like no so so well i saw something last fall i was like looking it up again let me look it up atlanta motor speedway repavement um because i think i think after this race they're looking to repave it or at least like reprofile it well there there's two races there now so maybe after the one in the summer. Oh, I forgot about that. The second race. I, wish I, I could see that, though. Be- wow, no. It's getting yeah. pretty old. With Casino Silla Hope, Atlanta track headed for a repave and reprofiling. I don't know what that means. There there was, like, a photo. I think Dale Jr. shared it, that they were going to, like, put the start finish back to where it used to be on the backstretch or something. Something stop like that. Stop this nonsense of moving the start and finish. If they don't stop moving the damn start and finish lines on every, well, like they're trying to move the numbers, so they what, keep trying to move everything. Stop! How, Leave how it. Atlanta, how Atlanta used to be was kind of like know. Homestead, so I think that's kind. They're gonna make they might go back to that. That's how they had it, like in this casino plane you're talking yeah. about. There was like a photo of the track with the old layout. So that's what they they want to do. Um, that would differentiate it. 
but I guess. <laughs> Can they stop changing the damn track for no reason? They already changed it for no damn reason, so don't change it again for no damn reason. Going back to the same damn layout that you had before you changed it for no damn reason. It don't make no damn sense. Leave it alone. Zach, at this rate, they're going to put the... Oh, boomer. <laughs> when they when they redo Fontana, they're going to put ah! the start finish in turn three and four just because, they're, just to spite you. They're going to put it in damn Sonoma. This, <laughs> in this point, oh my god. Is Sonoma running the stupid carousel? carousel? Yeah. Again? Still. I hate that shit. Okay, this turned into a track designs Sorry. I hate episode. Watkins Sorry. Glen, I, the boot sucks. The boot sucks. We don't oh, need that's it. A hot, that's a, that's hot, a hot take. Twitter's going to cancel me. <laughs> Twitter, I'm canceled. The boot fucking sucks. Why do we want to make the track longer? Mm-hmm. For what reason? For turns that don't make a difference. So, I, just to preface this, I was playing NASCAR Heat 5, and I was doing my, my season <laughs> and I'm doing, I'm on Sonoma, and I'm like, I'm going full straight away. I hit the fucking barrier before that turns into the carousel. I'm like, what oh, the hell? Yeah. I'm like, oh, they added the carousel. They got rid of the best corner at Sonoma. Yeah, turn right. like four, and then I think turn, like, going into turn seven with all the speed, like, I just thought that was so cool. And plus, again, I think having a shorter lap for NASCAR is just better because it's just, yeah. like, it's more entertaining, right? Like Coda, the fans... At Coda, they're using the full circuit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, like, again, like, it's it's not like, that's not like a universal rule. I just feel like Sonoma and Watkins Glen, they are mm-hmm. shorter, tradi- like more traditional NASCAR layouts. I feel like they just work better. Um, Coda, Coda's short layout sucks, and also Coda's long backstretch looks cool. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. But like, also because Sonoma's carousel, it gets rid of a good turn and doesn't really add any. And then I think right. Watkins Glen wouldn't really add any. So like. I was at work the day of the last Sonoma race in 2019, yeah. so I didn't watch it with the carousel. Mm-hmm. But that's why I completely forgot. But in that in that corner, I don't I couldn't pass anyone, except for like when you're going back to the normal track. I yeah, forget, I don't know. What it is. But that's like the only passing zone in that area they added. I'm like, this is I don't get it. Yeah, not, like that little no. kind of hairpin, like that yeah. really wide hairpin. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Hold on. It's hinting at... I'm so confused about what Atlanta looks like right now because I think they are trying to reprofile it, but I can't exactly tell. Like, Because, yeah, Dale Jr. shared this image, and it, it is a normal yeah. oval, but I don't know. But the, I don't think... I'm looking at this article. There's no, like, timeline, so whatever. I, yeah, it'll... We'll see. They'll probably announce it at one of the races if it's confirmed at all. Okay. Well, anyways, that, ignoring that. Assumption. Anyway. <laughs> Ign- oh, little. <laughs> What's that Dragon Ball meme? That, I don't know if you watch Dragon Ball, but there's a Dragon Ball I meme where Frieza's that. like, I'll ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well. Oh, Alex froze. I, we have this in our oh, little doc no, here. How about, how about when a Cody Ware, oh, they freeze? No, Hi. you're good now. How about Sorry. when a Cody Ware? How about when Cody Ware spun out Anthony Alfredo? Good lord, that was a whole mess on Twitter. And um, then, and then he's like, "But he was in my way or something." He, I don't know. I saw so, the replay and I was like, 
no, that that was on Cody Ware. Um, I agree. And then there was a thing on Twitter where it was like he, because Cody, he's like, I don't know how to say it. He's like, he struggled with mental illness, so he like social media has not always been best the best thing for him. So mm-hmm. obviously, being a cup driver, doing something like that, making a mistake. Going on Twitter at that time is probably not the best decision. He was on Twitter. Um, he was just kind of going off on people like, oh, right. like y'all, y'all talking shit. Um, y'all don't know what it's like, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. It was just a mess. I feel like for yeah. his sake, he should have just not been on Twitter. That but. footage Fox had, either he didn't have any breaks or he turned him. He There's... just, yeah. Like he, it was I very don't sharp. Like, I don't know. Then he's like, oh, a lap car got in my way. Well, if you were trying to wreck him, why did you wreck yourself? Or, like, how is he in your way? (laughs) Like, like, if if I were Cody Ware, I would simply pass Anthony Alfredo. I would simply pass him. (laughs) Yeah. I would drive faster. We talked about, they were using the damn apron at Phoenix. Why couldn't he do the same thing? Right. Like, I don't get it. Also, my monitor just froze, but anyways... I think Ooh. it's fine. I I like Cody Ware, but um, yeah, I don't know. That was not necessary. I yeah, his little like I I respect him in terms of like he talks about, and I I'm not even shit talking him. Like, listen, he made right. a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. Noah Gregson made the dumbest fucking mistake of all time, running into the back of David Starr when he had a free eight second lead. Right. I still hate him. Not because of that, though. Like, oh, definitely. Like, it, like you can make a mistake on the track, and like, as long as it's not too stupid, it's fine. Right. Like, I don't know. It's just like, whatever. I I don't know who I'm complaining to. I don't know if I'm complaining <laughs> to the people that were shit talking him. I don't know if I'm complaining to Cody Ware. Like. Because I do respect him. They're I don't want him to see this. I don't want him to see this and be like, I'm gonna block him. Right. Because I I I I really don't care. I don't right. care. Cody Ware. That <laughs> like it, it just is what it is. He's doing his best. Um but it's also let Zach tell you right now, he don't care. I don't give a he don't care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what's that from? What's that from? <laughs> oh yeah, Stephen, um what's his name? Stephen A. Stephen Smith. A. Smith. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is that mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know, man. Too much drama. I'm off Twitter. I, I can't. Y'all goofy. Yeah, Twitter's getting... Re- yeah, it's goofy. That's the word for it. Y'all goofy as hell. Um, let's talk about... Well, let's talk about another thing Twitter's very happy about. Card numbers. <gasps> Yo, How do you feel hold, about the rumored moving of the card numbers? Austin, Austin Cedric is racing out of Atlanta in the cup race. In the in a per tech number thirty three. Sorry, it also froze again. Hello. Yeah, I did freeze. Hi. Hi. Um, Sorry, did you hear what I said? Hi. <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, my my internet's been asked lately. Sorry, it's but okay. uh, yeah, Austin Cindric is running at Atlanta this weekend in yes. the per tech car. Per tech colors. Woo! excited okay anyways um that's my daddy not really though i don't like him that much um <laughs> the car numbers 
All right. Speaking of yes. things I don't like, the hell we gonna move the car? Why? Tell me one. Give me one reason why we should move the car numbers. Do you have any reasons, Alex? I I don't. But NASCAR would tell you money. Right. NASCAR would say it's for more brand activation with the sponsors and blah 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 blah. Okay. I'm gonna think about this. Let's let's think about this. Let's just let's just sit here and think about this, right? Okay. There is the same amount of space. Let's on stop the car. and think. No matter where you have the number, it's gonna be the same mm-hmm. amount of space on the car. And I get like, okay, well then the sponsor can have the whole door. Do they need like? I don't think making a logo bigger is gonna it's gonna change the sponsorship model in NASCAR at all. Right. Like, it just won't. When you think about Jeff Gordon's Exalta car, whatever, you think about the entire car. You don't think about how big that logo was on the side. Right. That's just not. My point is, these cars, especially full sponsorships, are designed to a point where the entire car is the logo. You know what I mean? Like the entire mm-hmm. the entire car is able to represent the brand because it's adorned in its colors with a design that speaks to the brand. And it's just not necessary to make the side logo even bigger when you already have plenty of space. There's space to the right. left of the number still, especially with no contingencies. You can put logos there. Right. We've seen, like, okay, listen, here's here's what you do if you have a logo that's square put it to the left of the number if you have a logo that's longer put it above the wheel that's so simple yeah like that's all you have to do and so the thing with nascar the thing with nascar is that the drivers are identifiable by their card number there are too many different sponsors to do a thing where the number isn't the main focus of these schemes like the only people that have like consistent sponsors are Eric Almarola and Denny Hamlin. So <laughs> it's like, I don't think you can do this where the number isn't the main center of focus. It's exactly because yeah, it's just not going to work because imagine like, I guess Joey Logano is the same scheme all the time, but let's say like Ryan Blaney has a different sort of Menard scheme every week. How are they going to do that? Like, I don't like, know. It's just it, dumb. It, it's going to be confusing. NASCAR is unique that its drivers are identifiable by their car numbers. So mm-hmm. I don't get why you do that. And they don't even use the space they have. The sponsors don't. They don't. They, they don't. They have some like, look space at, on the Look car. at the damn 37 car. <laughs> that car is blank every week. And it's look fully Look at the scared. Penske cars, honestly. Like, just. Right. Like, here's the thing. The Bristol All-Star cars last year, they looked very off-balance. I think the numbers just look better when they're all... Okay, my throat's starting to hurt, by the way. So, like, <laughs> I either have COVID or I really don't like this number change. I hope it's not COVID. Anyways, um... You ranted too much. Like, it just looks better when the side number is aligned with the roof. It's vertically aligned. Also, when you see the car from different angles the number will always be like kind of visible from the side mm-hmm. if it's in the center. If it's at the quarter panel, like imagine your quarter, quarter panel gets taken off. I know they mm-hmm. don't want to move it there anymore, but still. Right. You wouldn't be able to see it at all. 
I just think even moving the numbers forward, like, no, just leave it. I, the Literally, yeah. the only reason people want to see it somewhere different is to see something different. Yeah. I don't think it's better at all. Just I don't stop either. it. The, I don't think the sponsor needs, because the thing with the number, you can't really design, like, over the number. So if you put the number, like, I don't know how to explain this, but if you put it like more towards the back of the car you can't have like a design that fills the back half of the car if that makes sense uh-huh so i don't know yeah it's, i i feel like unfortunately this will probably happen it's going to because happen. because money talks i think the sponsors are probably pushing for it that's why it's, it's even a consideration and i mentioned this on twitter to someone uh, remember when NASCAR wanted to drop the name Cup from the Cup Series, and they wanted to go to they wanted to go with Premier when they Did were they? dropping like they they wanted to. This was a big conversation. When? Adam Stern was tweeting about it. This is like when Monster Energy was leaving oh. as the title sponsor. NASCAR wanted to rebrand it, just go to Premier Series or something. Thank God they didn't do that. Um, it's, it would have been something like that. And NASCAR they to get rid Cup, of Cup Series sounds so much better. Yeah, and they ended up keeping it. Why? There's no money involved in keeping it the Cup Series, right? Mm -hmm. So I think this number thing's very similar, but this time money's involved. That's why I think it's going to stay, because money. That's it. And the sponsors are going to make these ugly-ass cars. I'm all... not buying diecasts anymore if it happens <laughs> at all. I'm done. I mean, I quit. You, have been a you have been asking for a reason to stop buying diecasts. Because I already so. have too many, so this would be the straw that broke the camel's already injured back so mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah no i'm not i'm not here for it like it wouldn't be mm -hmm. the end of the world but god the cars would look so ugly like mm -hmm. stop and people are like oh you're being a baby it's just a number change like like, like nascar's whole culture is about numbers it's a very minor thing in my opinion it doesn't matter like if they change it the racing is going to be the same so it Honestly, it doesn't matter, but it's still like, why? <laughs> like, why are you changing it? For it's what? like if you moved, like, I don't know. It just, just stop. Like, they, for, by the way, look at the 47 car. JTG, those paint schemes are atrocious every week. The 47, they don't know how to do dual sponsorship at all. How? What are they going to do? What are they going to Oh, my God. They're <laughs> See, it's just, nope, nope. I'm not yeah. ready for it. I don't want to see what Hendrick does. I don't. They can't. They can't handle mm. that. Because also uh, then, like, a bunch of iconic schemes. Like, how would you do throwback weekend? Right. Maybe that week they let them put it in the middle again. Well, I'm thinking, okay, what other people have suggested is, like, give the teams options to put it wherever they want. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that, because then any team that doesn't put it where it belongs, I will judge. Right. It's gonna be I, like I'll judge all their all their Rick Ware cars would be the only ones with the car in the middle. Like just imagine Kyle Larson's Ricky Hendrick scheme with the five car back <laughs> back by the wheel for no reason. Yeah. I, I I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm sorry <laughs> if you like if you want the numbers to change. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I just really don't want to see it. I'm I'm right. I'm kind of over it. I think the cars are kind of goofy. They look goofy. At mm -hmm. Bristol, I'm going to be real with you. They look goofy. 
Yeah, they did. They just I liked did. a couple of them. They, I do like a couple of them, but it still looked weird. Like, they, the same design philosophy could have been carried over to the normal numbers, and it would look just as good. Yeah, in my opinion. I agree. But what so do I wanted, know? So, Zach, you wanted to talk about how there's no gay people in other sports. Like, I watched like the bat- talk about I went, that. I went to my college's baseball game over the weekend, and I was just like, it kind of hit me that I'm just watching a bunch of straight men hit a ball. Mm-hmm. And, like, the culture around it, too, like, there's people from the other school there, too, and I just felt very weird. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know. I just... I was just thinking about how many gay people there are and how many LGBT people there are and how right. somehow there's just only straight men in NASCAR. Like, duh. Like, this is why we started this podcast to talk about stuff right. like that. It just hit me yep. again over the weekend. And I just wish... I really do want representation. It's me important. Too. It's really important. I feel like it's easy for people like me. Like, why would gay people ever watch NASCAR? Like, for the first time. If they... Because, I mean, think about it. Me and Alex only have exposure to NASCAR because as young kids from... Like, we got exposed to NASCAR. um, Like, you know. I I doubt I would have just gotten into it without, like, my grandma always watching it, being a huge Jeff Gordon fan. I would have never... I doubt it at least yeah like what's keeping what's what's making a like we talk about this a lot i mean think about all the black fans that got into right. nascar last year because what of what bubba said mm-hmm. like obviously more fans for a nascar is good like period mm-hmm. that's just good so i don't know that's why I'm hoping it might it'd be a little sliver, but after last year, I'm hopeful they put on the like on the track like that I have with Black History and Women's History, that they put a little Pride Month thing in June on the track. I hope so. I hope that'd make me happy. Something. It'd be I interesting. If, I don't know if they will, but that'd be that'd be a little sliver, a little cute thing they if they would do that. It, I would be cool if Fox did a thing where we're covering like gay people in the NASCAR industry, which yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. How many are out? That's the thing. That's right. The thing how about... many would want to come out? Exactly, because that's the thing about being gay. In our minority, it's not like you know. And this is sometimes yeah. a benefit for us. We maybe, can hide maybe, it. Maybe we'll end up on NASCAR on Fox. <laughs> I cuss too much. Oh yeah. I guess I've cussed. <laughs> See, I feel if we, especially, <laughs> this is a meta talk. I feel like if I don't know how big this podcast is going to get one day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I gotta stop cussing. Because it's not professional. It's not very yeah. corporate. Oh mm-hmm. no, we're not gonna sponsor you because you're you're cussing. You're you're mm-hmm. using bad language. Anyways, fuck that. Um <laughs> for now. <laughs> I already cussed this episode, so <laughs> Yeah. Marcus Lamonas ain't gonna give us our money until you stop saying the naughty words. Bro, he looked like that dude from Love It or List It. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Yeah, I, you, you said that before. That is true. <laughs> he looked like that same dude. Oh, my God. Them bald-headed dudes. Oh, my God. All right. That was all of our well, main topics for today, though. Well, Zach, are you ready for two to go? Wait, do you segment? want to talk about F1? Hold up. Did y'all oh? see Ferrari's livery? Did oh, y'all shit. see that? Nasty. 
gross. That shit was gross as hell. <laughs> so many bad... Mercedes and Ferrari dropped the fucking ball. Like, absolute Mercedes ass is a mess. It's a mess. They had the best-looking car, and then they just ruined it. They added red on there. Like, what are you doing? No. Stop. Sweetie, no. Like, they should have... Um, what they should have done... They should have just had the same scheme they had last year, but had the black fade to silver. Yeah, I agree. Keep the black Mercedes for as long as you want to. It's cool. I still think the silver like looked better, but I liked how I liked why they changed it to black. So right, right. But Ferrari, I think the the green's not going to be on the car for Ferrari that much because like Mission Winnow is banned from sponsoring and like a lot. Of, oh, is it? Because it's tobacco, basically. Mm. It's like Philip Morris. It's like a. It's basically a fake, like, initiative company to get people to talk about the logo because it also looks like the Marlboro logo. So, yeah, because um, Marlboro's always been with Ferrari, so. Right. But also, like, the gradient to dark red, like, it's not really a gradient. It's just kind of, like, there. Right. And then they had these retro... Basically, it's... Like, they had a lot of inspiration for their, like, special 1,000th race cars, which, honestly, that's cool. But, um, what the fuck? Like, that car looks so ugly. Like, if you want it green on the car, there's a way to do it. You're from Italy. There's a way. Like, look like Francesco. Right. Francesco Bernoli. Bernoli. Fran- whatever his Francesco Burrito Oli, whatever his name is. <laughs> y'all can do that. Y'all can make it look like that. That would look sick as hell. But y'all drop the ball. Mercedes for, also dropped the ball. I'm excited for Formula One anyway. But, yeah. like, yeah, the paint schemes this year are kind of. I bad. also kind of hate AlphaTauri. I think their car looked better when it was mostly white, especially since Williams this year is mostly blue. I think AlphaTauri should have kept a mostly white car with some red Honda accents. That would have been cool. But whatever. We really need to do a paint scheme episode. Yeah, we're going to get someone be, on for it, hopefully. Fun. Wink. You can't see me wink, but I'm <laughs> winking. I, um, I can see you winking. Anyways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Zach, before we move on? Nope. Okay. Are you ready for two to go? And now it's time for two to go by Camping World. Okay. Let me get my phone out for a timer. About started without that. Sheldon Creed has led the most laps today. He is the favorite to win. Okay. Are you ready, Zach? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Two to go in three, two, one. Should NASCAR keep using PJ1? Why are we not? Fuck we kind of no, I already answered that question. Fuck no, okay. stop it. I think as a purist, no. You're a spotter and your driver yells at you. What's your reaction? Bitch, shut the fuck up. I can not talk. <laughs> I don't have to talk. I can close my eyes. You can fucking run into the back of David Starr if you want to. Don't give me I- attitude. I feel like I would start crying. To but for be- <laughs> real, I'd be like, all right, buddy, we're, we're just trying to do our best. Like, keep mm-hmm. them calm. Be calm. All right. Okay. How many wins will Austin Sendrick get this year in Xfinity? Nine. Nine. That's yeah. a good prediction. There will be a lot of road courses, too. So maybe 10, low key, but nine. You tweeted you want Daniel Suarez to treat you like Michael McDowell. <laughs> what other drivers do you want to kick your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Um, good question. Um, yeah, good question. Who do I? Who's a good Harrison Burton? Oh, Harrison Burton. Yep. 
I want him to beat me up. A- anyways. Um, next okay. question. Give Vince Welch a catchphrase with your impression of him. A catchphrase? Like, yeah, I have to like, create a catchphrase? Like, boogity, 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 but, like, Vince Welch. His he used own to say keep on. Oh, okay. He used to say keep on trucking. <laughs> keep on trucking. We'll be back on FS1. Um, what's a good catchphrase he needs? Um, I don't you know. Have Thirty seconds. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your idea. You have thirty seconds. <laughs> um, I don't. You I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry. What's a good catchphrase? Audience, let's ask the audience. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought you'd have something. <laughs> I'm not that creative, okay? <laughs> Damn. Well, we'll do boogity, boogity, boogity as Vince Welch, and they'll be happy. Here they come to the start and finish line. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> Let's go racing, drive, drivers. Amazing. Well, that was two to go. That was painful. <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> um... I mean, you sort of talked about PJ1 earlier. Like, damn it. <laughs> no, it worked. Okay. Race picks. Um, okay, let's see if I get it right this time. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know who you, to pick. You picked Keslowski last week, who I, and I picked Alex Bowman, so you got the point. Uh, the points are now I have three, you have two. Mm-hmm. Neither of us have picked a winner yet. Yeah. I think I got somebody. I don't know. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck's supposed to win? Like, honestly, who's supposed to win? Let me check. Hold on. Before we make our pick, can my mouse work, please? Mm-hmm. 2020 Atlanta results. Because I don't know who's good there. <laughs> I didn't watch the race. I know Kevin Harvick's always good there. Okay, my mm-hmm. computer's not responding. Never mind. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Just going to say it at the same time? Yep. Three, right. two, one. Joey Logano. Chase Elliott. What the fuck? You're right. That's such a good pick. Yep. I'm going back. I just feel like Penske has to win eventually. So I went with Chase Elliott because Hendrick has been insanely good on the mile and a half. So I, yeah. And Chase Elliott winning at his home track would be really cool. And it yeah. just seems fitting for the reigning champion. He get his first win of the season at the his home track. I picked and Joey you... Logano because I feel like a Penske car is going to win, but it's not going to be Brad. I'm just, this is just on vibes, by the way, purely uh, on vibes. So I could see it. I could see exactly. it. You kind of honestly, sometimes you just have to pick something that doesn't make the most sense, but it makes enough sense. Right. So very cool. Yeah. Is there anything else this week, Zach? Trying to think. I'm still mad about the F1 liveries. <laughs> My favorite one's probably none of them. None of them. <laughs> I like Red Bull and Alpine, but Red Bull's mm. been the same, which not bad, but yeah. right. Well, um, there is one thing this week. Two things actually. One, it is your birthday this weekend. <laughs> you can't see him, but Zach is excitingly There's leaving. Like- so much <laughs> racing on my birthday. Um, there's gonna first be... of all, early happy birthday. Thanks. You get a you get a present to see I'm... Jimmy Johnson and IMSA. I'm turning 21, but yeah, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> last time, listen, I mm-hmm. talked about this another episode. Um, but if you weren't here for that, 
last time that a race was on my birthday that I remember, um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson won at California, 2016. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson is racing on my birthday. He's also won near my birthday like many times before. So, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's win. gonna, he's gonna. He's, <laughs> he's with Kamui Kobayashi and Simon. Yep. So, it's happening. Period. I'm so excited for that. That's gonna I'm be so, so fun to watch. Yeah, twelve hours of Sebring. It's gonna be great. I think it starts at like ten a.m. on NBC or wherever. Um, yeah. Chase Elliott isn't in it, so they won't talk about him. But Jimmy Johnson's oh, in God. it, so they're gonna talk about Jimmy Johnson. Um, yeah, I'm excited. But, Me too. Yeah. Also, the Supercross Championship battle getting pretty good because Cooper Webb just overtook really good. Ken Roxon. Yeah. Also, speaking of Atlanta, there's a Supercross race at mm-hmm. the Atlanta Motor Speedway in a few weeks. That's true. Girl. It's going to be, I think, the first time on the front stretch, like, just like they do with Daytona at yeah, Atlanta. That's going to be so cool. I'm so excited for that. Um, but yeah, and then F1 is, when's IndyCar back? First week of April? April something. Yeah, Barber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then F1 is back next weekend, like next, next weekend um, at Bahrain. Like two weeks. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I got. Hopefully my fridge is running. all I got as well. (laughs) Yeah. Hope you can find it. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, well. Okay. That was fun. Sorry, I have no energy. Well, Zach, I'll let you do the outro because I don't know how to do those. Last Me week neither. was I was like brain empty. So, oh, okay. I just kind of wing it. But yeah, watch IMSA <laughs> and trucking Xfinity doubleheader on Saturday. Oh, so much racing on Saturday. I'm not ready for that. Um, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all enjoy um, 500 miles of Atlanta and stay safe. Again, don't be stupid. Um, be responsible and um, wear a mask please don't be on twitter too much not good for you oh it's not i'm, it's I'm not. learning that <laughs> it's not all right y'all y'all take care thanks for listening I, thank you for listening you made it this far yeah i love y'all thank you this is y'all we do this because there's so many people that message us that are like oh my god i can't believe i found other gay people and everything <laughs> i thought so, it was the only one that's exactly how I a lot of people i mean yeah that's how all of us felt until we found each yeah. other so yeah all right well bye guys bye